Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kias along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, the official barbecue doctor. Now, coming up, we've got the world champion barbecue and author. He's got a new book coming out, Mitch Benjamin. He's got a great website you want to check out, meetmitch.com. And that's not M-E-E-T. That's meat like, you know, we like to eat on the weekends or during the week, meetmitch.com, his new book. Barbecue Revolution. We'll be talking about that. And we'll also be talking to Dan about something I've only experienced one time, but I will really want to learn about it. Deep Pit Barbecuing. Also, last weekend, Mother's Day. So, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Dan, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How about you, Dave? I'm just hanging in there. Uh, my, my little baseball team's doing terrible, but that's... That's a rough week. That's a rough week for our little baseball team. But, yeah. you know, some cities are enjoying themselves, but we're not. <laughs> What's been going on with you? Oh, nothing. I uh, Last, you know, a couple of Saturdays ago... I was invited to go down to the Kansas City Barbecue Society headquarters and do a a fun little media driven barbecue cook off in their in their parking lot to celebrate their 35th anniversary. Very cool. And so it was kind of fun. We we there was seven of us. We all got paired up with local uh, you know, media celebrities um and and we did a, a pork chop cook and it was sponsored by Seaboard Foods and Prairie Fresh, which is a local Kansas City pork producer. And uh, we had a, a whole lot of fun. It was, uh, we got to grill, you know, just out there in the parking lot first thing in the morning. And, and we did a little Bloody Mary contest to go along <laughs> with it. And uh, yeah, I got to kind of experiment a little bit with uh, different styles of barbecue. You know, not not your run of the mill, just throw some rub on it and smoke it for five or six hours and take it off and put sauce all over it. But I, you know, I kind of let my uh, chefy side come out a little bit. And so, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, and we, we didn't do all that great. I mean, there's only seven teams there, so you know everybody's kind of clumped together. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I hope they do more of those because it, it was it was neat to kind of expose everybody to what KCBS really is. Did you do a Bloody Mary? Oh, I sure did, and I drank one of them too. So you're a mixologist, also? <laughs> I am not a mixologist. I you know. I, I like the drinking part more than I like the making part. So uh, well, yeah. to me, it doesn't matter. Just throw some tomato juice and some vodka. It, it doesn't matter who made it. <laughs> right. I'm going to drink it no matter what. I don't know. Mixologist kind of sounds like doctor. So, you know, he could be the doctor of barbecue and the, <laughs> the doctor of Bloody Mary's, at least for that. Well, I was sitting here in my head. I'm going proctol. No, that's not right. So what did I call that? <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about the Bloody Mary's and something that I never even knew existed. So there's a, a, a vodka producer here in town called 360 vodka you've heard of yeah 360. sure they do a lot of the the branded stuff with the chiefs and the royals on it and everything for you know whenever we win a championship and, uh, <laughs> every 50 years yeah. let's hope it's more than that but they actually have a barbecue flavored vodka you're kidding me no and i i, I actually have a bottle a extra bottle of it from the conti because they gave everybody two bottles of this vodka to make six bloody marys with so ultimately i ended up with like a bottle and three quarters of it left over and uh, yeah, I'll bring some in for the next show, and we can do an on-air uh, 
tasting, I guess. You oh, man. oh yeah, let's do oh, that. Little, little Worcestershire. Get, get, get Dave all hammered and get him talking. You about know, we something. might want to save that for the end of the show because <laughs> if we do it to the beginning, our guest is going to be going. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk to these guys anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so barbecue. It actually says it on. It's barbecue flavored vodka. It's the craziest thing, and and it doesn't. Like, you know, when you taste barbecue chips, you kind of get that that right. false mesquite smoke flavor. You know, this is completely different. This is almost like a, it has a smoke flavor to it, but it's so subtle that you really you really have to look for it. Now, did you try some of it just straight just to see what it tasted like by itself? Well, come on, Dave. Yeah, I mean, okay. You, that was a dumb question. Was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I, maybe I didn't take a big old pull off of it to make sure that it tasted good, but I, I, I did use a cup, so. Well, you know, the, I talked about it a while back, you know, on my little tour of restaurant, barbecue restaurants, and they had barbecue cheesecake. Yeah. And they put smoke on the, the cheesecake. Oh, yeah. And at, at my first bite was, like well it, it was so different mm-hmm. but then once i started of course it's cheesecake right. but once i started eating i went well this is really good yeah we actually uh jackie and i when we when we have done dessert entries in the past for contests we've smoked done a smoked cheesecake with uh smoked pecans on it and all that good stuff wow so, yeah now now for the for the um, pork chops and i love pork chops my gosh oh, and I, these I, these are the best pork chops and uh, i'm not just saying this because uh you know they're a local company but seaboard they make a a pork chop that is they they re-inject it with emulsified pork fat so if you can imagine a pork chop that has that eats like a ribeye steak because of the fat that's nice. injected back into it, it it's just you can't screw it up you know you've everybody's had that dried out pork chop that's like right, a catcher's right. mate, you know and it's just gross these you you can't mess them up. It's, oh yeah, a lot of people don't like pork chops because they've only had them dry. You have yeah. one of those, and you're. I hooked. mean, these you know you know traditionally I've always just brined my pork chops, not messed around with a lot of you know goofy stuff, and just brine them salt water and you know salt water and sugar and, and called it good. But these you don't even have to brine it. Where you basically season them and throwing them on the cooker. Before we get to ask Doctor Dan real quick, what's one of the sauces that you tried with it? I didn't. I actually did a. Um, I, I did it. It was a. Oh man. It was. Let me think about this for a second. So I didn't was, it a, it right. was it a rub? Was it, it a? It was a rub. I okay. used, I used just a, a a rub that I had made up, but then I topped it with uh, goat cheese. Which, oh, which was which turned out really good. See that, and and uh, I forgot the most important part: the bacon jam. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I spread some bacon jam on the bottom of each one after they were cooked, and then I sprinkled the top with goat cheese. And man, they were it was tasty. And that is why he is the doctor of barbecue. <laughs> so, well, that sounds great, man. That sounds so much fun. Well, speaking of the doctor of barbecue, it is time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our barbecue fix a man, sponsored by our May barbecue sauce of the month. Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, only $5.99, named the best sauce on the planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest, and you can purchase it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. T-Bone, what do we got for a question? Okay, we've got a question from Buddy Molin, and he actually wrote in like about a month ago, and it was such a great question. I, I actually told him, I put him off, and I was like, you know what? We're going to work this in uh, as being a major topic on the show. So here's his question. When deep pit barbecuing, how long do you leave the meat underground and what is the best wood for this? What do you wrap the meat in when you throw it in the fire? Wow. I mean, that that's a that's a pretty big question. I know that that's the whole topic, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really know, we're doing this in segment yeah. four. So this is just a teaser. I mean, if you if you have seen people doing you know, traditional 
open pit smoking, you know, a lot of times they'll they'll use wet banana leaves. Yeah. And that's kind of like the Hawaiian right. traditional way of doing it. Uh, that's going to give you the smoke and everything that, that you'll need. And, and really, that's probably the best way to do it. Because if you wrap it in foil, it's not going to get any smoke flavor to it. Oh. And you can't necessarily wrap it in butcher paper either because, you know, that could cause a problem. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you want to do it the right way, and I would say, you know, get some banana leaves, some wet banana leaves and wrap it up and just do it the old school traditional way you know and and again we're going to go into this in more depth later in the show but here's kind of a dumb question we are here in the midwest i have driven around a lot have yet to see a banana tree uh, right. anywhere yeah, uh, that might be that might be an amazon purchase you're, or something. you're shopping at the wrong place <laughs> yeah, right. what you gotta do yeah. this is what makes it worthwhile you, you fly to hawaii you fly to hawaii <laughs> bring it no, back you know and and a lot of times you could probably get away with just raising the meat up off the the bottom of the coals and you know just creating a little bit of shield in it but yeah it's I can be. I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't have a ton of experience with open pit cooking. Well, and I have to tell you, so I've yet to see a banana tree, and I've yet to see vodka that is smoked flavored. But uh, that's, well, I can that's get you one out. Of, I can get you one out of two within a week. So, <laughs> so thanks so much for the question, and we're going to talk about that more in depth later in the show. But we're going to get you Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce. It's only five ninety nine. Tomato based, sweet hints of vinegar, molasses, and special blend of spices that makes this sauce. One that you do not want to pass up, and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And of course, if you've got a question for us, just hit us up on our Facebook page at BBQ Radio Nation. Coming up next, we're going to be talking to author and world champion barbecue Mitch Benjamin. You can check out his website, meetmitch.com. And that is coming up next, right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. 
Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kias along with Dan Hathaway. And we're talking today with Mitch Benjamin. You want to check out his website. It's meetmitch.com. And I don't mean M-E-E-T, but meat like we love to eat. M-E-A-T, Mitch.com. Meetmitch.com. He's a world champion barbecuer. And coming out with his first book, we'll be talking about that also soon. Um, he's That website, if you go there, all kinds of great products. And Meat Mitch products are used in barbecue competitions throughout the U.S. and the world. Loved in Paris, Australia, Switzerland, New Zealand, United <laughs> Kingdom, Brazil. I got more. Hang on, people. Brazil, Canada, Nova Scotia, and even Kansas. It is all over the world. That is barbecue worldwide. It is. So, Mitch Benjamin, welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. How you doing, buddy? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, there's so much. I, I did a little research on you. And there's so much I want to talk about. I don't know where to start, but if you don't mind, uh, we're, of course, broadcasting out of Kansas City. And uh, you're friends with George Brett, right? <laughs> right out of the uh, gate. I, right huh? out of the gate. Right, we're yeah, we're yeah. name okay. dropping. We're name <laughs> dropping. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know Patrick Mahomes. Well, I've watched him on TV. But uh, so so you and d- d- now has George Brett barbecued for you or have you only barbecued for George Brett? Um, we've done it together. He's actually competed with us at some of the really? local, uh, local events and had fun. Um, he's got an American barbecue system smoker and he's got Traegers and eggs and he's really into it. And we play a lot of golf and eat a lot of barbecue together for sure. That's very interesting. Now, I understand on one of his uh, steaks, he had too much pine tar on it and got in a lot of trouble. Is that true? That could have been. That could have been. <laughs> that's, that's, for us, that's for us old Royals fans, by the way. So, so you-, the, on, you mentioned my website on the website. There is a, a video that ties through YouTube of a trip that I took George to see Barstool Sports in New York City, and we cooked for the whole organization, and they did a um, kind of a, a mock redo of the pine tar incident. That is hysterical. <laughs> oh, is that, that's the one with the barbecue sauce, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Again, that's at meatmitch.com, and that's M-E-A-T, meatmitch.com. Check that out. Now, you've got a great restaurant, Char Bar Smoke Meats and Amusements, which was awarded the best new restaurant in Kansas City in 2015. And this is a... Before we talk barbecue, talk about the space outside. And I'm thinking as a single guy, that would have to be the best first date place to take a person anywhere. Don't you agree? It is. That, that's our barbecue playground. It's an awesome space. It has bocce ball courts, you know, with white crushed oyster shells. There's a full croquet, croquet course. There's ping pong tables. There's, you know, throwing bags, a big bar, picnic tables everywhere. Just a, an awesome space. Dog friendly. You know, you can't go wrong. Wow. So in, in 2024, when I have my next date, I will be co- coming over there. <laughs> I, uh, That's right. <laughs> well, maybe 2025. I'm kind of pushing it there. So, uh, Dan, you've had his food before. What do you say? What, what, what do we want to talk about first? Well, you know, 
Mitch and I go back a, a long ways. I mean, we we've known each other a long time, and and we've cooked against each other many times. And uh, yep. you know, we there's no shortage of fun when it comes to running into Mitch at a barbecue contest. <laughs> <laughs> and and one of the things one of the things I'm looking the most forward to is uh, is the American Royal this year because we missed out on it last year, and you know, it, it was just. It's one of those things that kind of ends, you know, finishes out the year. You know, your barbecue year is complete when you <laughs> cook in the American Royal and you go hang out at Mitch at his enormous party. <laughs> I always seem to wake up in the back of a U-Haul. Somehow. <laughs> I, never, I never can put it together. <laughs> so, but, it, yeah, the, the so, Royal has been near and dear to me for, you know, 20 years, just having parties and, and getting together with guys like Dan and all the all of our buddies and barbecue. And it's just like he said, a focal point for the year. And uh, I'm excited that it's back up and rolling. So oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. So if you, so with looking ahead, of course, you're also going to do Memphis in May. What, when you go to, into a competition, go ahead and brag a little, what, what would you say of everything that you do in competition? What is your most outstanding thing that you fix? Well, I think everyone prides themselves, Dan would agree, on brisket. It's probably the hardest, just cranking out good brisket, good burn ends, um, you know, ribs at Memphis. So I leave in the morning um, for Memphis. So, Dan, you can imagine what my day looks like today, just <laughs> running around yeah, like an for idiot. Sure. Um, but we will order, we will enter uh, pork ribs as the main um, as the main contest. But mm-hmm. then there's also, you can do beef and chicken and seafood. So we'll do them all. Um, but I won, I won for beef, uh, first place in the world down there about four years ago, I think. Um, and I've win. they also have sauce competitions. So my sauce and rub always does well down there. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good time, but I think everyone, you know, kind of prides themselves on being able to cook a mean brisket. Well, and, and by the way, we're talking with uh, Mitch Benjamin and at meetmitch.com. And speaking of your ribs and sauce, you can get that on his website at meetmitch.com. <laughs> now, now, now right. Dan, Dan, when you've had Mitch's, I'm thinking burn ends. Well, you guys want to talk about burn ends? Oh, man. Love burn ends. I, I yeah. love burn ends, too. There were, I, I actually remember the one time I was at a at the old uh, barbecue contest at the Overland Park VFW and I was really close to Mitch and I walked over into a spot and snagged a couple burn ends. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you haven't tried a sauce, I mean, you know, sauce and beef is always kind of a, you know, everybody's a little iffy about it, but man, a, a nice big succulent burn in with some meat Mitch <laughs> sauce on it. That'll make your day right. Mitch, t- tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about. It. Give us not. We don't want you to lose your trade secrets, but give us a little helpful for the backyard barbecue. What can they do to help make their burn ends better? Well, I think uh, the biggest thing with burn ends and brisket and the larger proteins is just patience. You know, willing to stick it out and wait, um, get it to the internal temperature that you like. I don't know what Dan likes. I usually like to go two hundred five, sometimes even a little. You know, two hundred eight. Um, but just really patience and consistency with your temp, I would say, would be the main things as a as a backyard warrior guy to be watching nonstop. Oh yeah, I'm I'm going with that since you wrote a book. You, you obviously know what you're doing. So <laughs> hey, I, I've had Dan stuff. Dan Dan stuff is fantastic. So he yes, it is. He's a, he's a, he's yes, always too humble about his food. Uh, he was in a contest a while back. Well, my ribs weren't that good. His ribs kicked everybody else's. You know what? So you oh, know, know he is overly he knows, humble. He knows everything too because I'll always 
uh, pick his brain before a competition say, Hey, like what's winning? What's, you know, what are the new techniques out there? I mean, he is on the cutting edge and knows absolutely the pulse of every competition out there. Well, it kind of helps to be the those. general manager of a barbecue yeah, store. So <laughs> I get it. Uh, we got, we got less than a minute. Um, now when you're doing the burn ends, do you, do you, do you end up snacking on them while you're doing everything else? Is that like your little go-to? <laughs> I'll snack on them a little bit, but I think like any guy that's cooking barbecue all the time, I don't eat a lot of it. <laughs> I get tired of eating my own food. So <laughs> that's, that's when we'll fire in a lobster tail or some seafood or something to mix it up a little bit while we're cooking. Well, I'll tell you, Mitch, I'm going to find you at the American Royal because if you're tired of eating your food, I will not be tired of eating your food. So <laughs> I'm going to come over and just have that hungry look on my face and go, can I please have a free sample, Mitch? <laughs> so we are talking with Mitch Benjamin. He is an author. We're going to talk about his new book. It's coming out very soon. Um, and he's a world champion barbecue and Pitmaster, and you want to check out his website at meetmitch.com. That is meetmitch.com, and we'll be back with Mitch Benjamin right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host and our barbecue in-house expert, Dan Hathaway. We're talking to author, pitmaster, world champion, barbecuer, Mitch Benjamin. You want to check out his website, meetmitch.com. And Mitch, you got this new book coming out, which looks really good, Barbecue Revolution, Innovative Barbecue Recipes from an All-Star Pitmaster. Dan, you, we were talking off here. You had a question for Dan about that? I mean, for Mitch about that? Yeah, I was, you know, <laughs> I know that he'd been working on it for a while. I just wasn't sure how long does it really take to put together a, a barbecue book that with this much information in it? Yeah, well, it, it is a good question because I was kind of thinking along the lines of uh, they would kind of write it for me and I would just sign it and move on down. <laughs> but they actually make you write the damn thing. Oh, man. So about a year and a half probably from start to finish. And that that that's a lot of back and forth with the editor, a lot of photo shoots and stuff like that, but all fun stuff, all about barbecue and food and, and grills and the stuff that we love. But um, yeah, it took a long time. So when you're when you're putting together a book like this, I mean, 
I haven't seen it yet because it's not quite out yet, but right with, with all the pictures and everything, are you cooking at your house and just having a food stylist come in and, and do all the, the that, that's exactly right. Really? So, uh, we, we did, we filmed two days at char bar where I at least had all their help, you know, in a kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was two days at my house with a food stylist where I made, I think 17 different things a day each day. Oh so goodness. it was a ton. Oh, a ton. Mitch, why could we, I have not known you then? Because I could have just hung out. <laughs> <laughs> you just tossed me leftover. Oh, that, we're done with that one. And then, Dave's a scavenger. And then we, went out, I we went out to, uh, we spent a day out at the Casey Cattle Company out yeah. in Weston, that Wagyu uh, ranch, and filmed out there all day with about probably 20 more things that we were shooting and stuff. So it was a lot of fun, dude. A lot of fun. Yeah, the Casey Cattle Company, those guys are getting... Those guys are going nuts right now. Yeah, they're blowing up. And they, they and sure their social feed is is awesome. And, and if you need a good laugh every day, check them out because every once in a while, there'll be a guy in a hot dog suit jumping around on their social media page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty good That's stuff. That's kind of what, what launched them was that Wagyu hot dog. Oh, it's so funny. So tell me a little bit about some of the contributors to your book. I saw uh, Jess Pryle's name is mentioned there as well as Matt Pittman from Meat Church. That's pretty cool. Those guys... Uh, Man, they're doing yeah. some great stuff right now. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun to invite some more people to the party a little bit, you know, and and uh, that would be less work that I'd have to do if I made <laughs> them do it. But uh, no, yeah, those guys are included with some of their signature um, items and also talking about their own rubs and, you know, just to help help champion their efforts as well. They're they're great friends and, you know, how barbecue is a community. So it was fun to have some buddies included. Oh yeah. It's, it's a lot more fun when you can get everybody kind of chipping in and, and for the, the, the greater cause, you know, and, and yeah. everybody does everything differently. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was a good experience. Well, it really was. And we're talking with Mitch Benjamin. You check out his website, meetmitch.com. He's got this new book, Barbecue Revolution, Innovative Barbecue Recipes from an All-Star Pitmaster. And, and speaking of your book, um, which I understand they can they can purchase now and they got to wait a little while to actually get it. But now, it, you know, everybody who's listening to Barbecue Radio Nation, we've got the beginner, we got the intermediate, we got people like yourself and Dan that are competitive barbecuers. Well, what is it? Who addresses the book? Should, should everybody, would this help everybody? It will. It, it, there's a, it's almost like three books in one. There's a whole section on, on what it's like a day in the life in a barbecue competition, you know, kind of what it's like, what you do, some schedules, how, you know, just like Dan said, everyone does stuff differently. So just the way we approach a barbecue competition and we break out all the proteins and the entries. And then there's a, a section really on char bar and our features and specialties at the restaurant. And then a larger section dedicated really to what to do with your queue. Because a lot of times uh, we're, we're firing up a 16-pound brisket and you sat down and you had a couple slices and you put 13 pounds back in the fridge and your wife looks at you and says, what the heck are we going to do with all this? You know? So you have so much leftover. Um, so just some innovative, fun uh, recipes of what to do with kind of leftover stuff and making it fresh and, and new. It was fun. Fun book. Told told a little bit. In 2019, I moved over to Paris, France, and opened up a Kansas City style barbecue restaurant over there. So some good stories about that. Um, and uh, yeah, baseball. Like we were talking offline. Uh, just a lot of fun stories throughout the book of of traveling around and cooking. Everybody loves barbecue. 
What's funny is it's, you know, like I said, Mitch and I have known each other for a while. And I think of all the people that I know, Mitch might have, might have, has done more with barbecue as, as from a global standpoint than anything. Cause I, I rem- specifically remember when you went over there to, to Paris to get that restaurant opened up. And that was yep. like, that's, I mean, that's crazy. Who does that? I did that sight unseen. It was, I just figured the worst case scenario, I can buy a ticket and head back home, but it turned out to be the most amazing experience. And then my head chef was Kiwi. Um, so he, he was from New Zealand and spoke, uh, English and I ended up going over to New Zealand for a month and did meat stock over there and traveled around and did, you know, radio interviews and different things. And it was just an amazing. What was, what was the French's uh, reaction to American barbecue? It was great. You know, there was a lot of expats that would come in and they'd see Budweiser and ribs and start freaking out. <laughs> um, I had burn ends. Um, yeah, it was it was really cool. I think we, we had to still keep a small portion of the menu, like the basic chicken and stuff like that, that they're used to, to eating. But mm. we went full out. I mean, we were making sauce every day, making rubs, uh, you know, ripping ribs, everything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, and on your website, meatmitch.com, you've got all kinds of products that people can purchase, sauces, rubs, meats, t-shirts, gift packages, and then popcorn. There is popcorn yeah. <laughs> on his website. Uh, is this barbecue popcorn? Because this is the first I've ever heard of this. It is. It is. Velvet Cream makes it for me, which is a, a locally established, you know, longtime barbecue or a popcorn company and i went to see them probably eight nine years ago and they with a version of my rub that was more powdery that would stick to the, the popcorn but it's basically it's just barbecue rub popcorn and it's it's delicious I've, I've never heard of anybody smoking popcorn before but i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's not smoke and then, and then you put it's some smoked butter on it and then it's just, and then drink that smoked vodka that dan was talking about earlier and you've got yourself a smoke fest um yeah quick quick little mention too you used to work for TaylorMade golf and dan and i we both like to golf now dan's much better than i am at horrible, golf horrible golf <laughs> you know I've, I've heard his scores but um you know so here's the here's the deal you, you do barbecue you you were used to work for tailor-made golf you're friends with george brad you must be the most popular man on the planet <laughs> that would be dan I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm behind him a little bit no i've had a lot of fun it's opened up a lot of doors golf for sure and uh and just parlayed that into i was about 20 years 21 years with tailor-made and now full-time barbecue for the last four years it's the best thing ever isn't it yeah, 100%. <laughs> you, know, you know, Dan, of course, is our resident barbecue expert. And he's the general manager of the Kansas City Barbecue Store. And if you ever need anything, by the way, don't drop by the store because he will not be there. That's a I, lie. <laughs> <laughs> the last two times I dropped in, Dan just happened not to be there. And, uh, and it's like, really? Really? The time I stopped by? Because to be honest with you, Mitch, I'm just trying to get some kind of employee discount off of him, which he won't give me anyway. Always trying to get something for free. Always trying to get something for free. And and, and I definitely want to check out Mitch Benjamin when he comes back to Kansas City in the fall for the American Royal, because I will definitely be handing over your place. And I'll, I'll show you my business card and say, you got to give me. You got to give me some free food. You got to hit me some burn ends there, buddy. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll have him removed, Mitch. It's okay. <laughs> but we've been talking with Mitch Benjamin. You want to check out his website 
all kinds of great products there. It's meetmitch.com. And then you can also order the book that's coming out very soon, Barbecue Revolution, Innovative Barbecue Recipes from an All-Star Pitmaster and friends with, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Hathaway. That's how important he is. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're coming back next. We're gonna be talking about some deep pit barbecuing, and that will be on our next segment right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. Probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I want to thank one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, commercial and now residential smokers. Those things are fantastic. Also, our weekly radio station shout-out goes to Super Talk 1270 with News Talk Sports and now Barbecue. <laughs> That's in Bismarck and Mandan, North Dakota. That is up there, and it gets a little chilly up in the winter up there those folks are those are some hearty souls up there man oh man i've got a, a, a really good customer at the store he drives down from the dakotas and that's always the first thing i ask him how cold is it up there seems like every time i get booked for stand-up comedy in <laughs> north dakota it's like yeah we want you to go up there january 15th to do a yeah. show uh, but we're on there saturdays at 5 p.m which is right during barbecue time so when you're barbecuing be sure to listen to us and we'll give you some tips and you can check them out also on their website which is super talk 1270.com again out of Bismarck and Mandan, North Dakota. Thanks for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. This week, our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight, which you can get at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And we've been talking, you know, over, over the time, we talk about sauces and rubs and this and this. But I noticed this product and it jumped out of me. It's Savory Addictions Gourmet Nuts Original Blend $21.99. And these look delicious, Dan. Yeah, so it's this. Uh, it's a couple here in town, Greg, Craig and Gay Jones, and they are super involved in the local Kansas City uh, barbecue scene. You know, just food scene, you know, right. foodie scene. They're, you know, you could you could really call them foodies, and they've developed this smoked nut mix that is served at different, you know, at a couple of different bars here in town. But around the holidays, we sell tons of them. 
Well, I'm thinking, okay, so here you are, Dan. You're you're smoking the food, and it takes, you know, it's not a quick thing. Yeah. You know, this is a microwave. Right. And so people are smelling the, the smoker. They're getting hungry. And then you leave these out for just a little appetizer snack. Why, yeah. Why are you doing that? Well, I mean, you got a snack. You got a snack. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to eat raw meat. At least I don't. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, another thing I thought it was funny is on their little uh, promotion, it says, they make an excellent pairing with your favorite beer, scotch, bourbon. Well, everything makes has a good pairing with <laughs> beer, beer, scotch, and, and bourbon. bourbon. I, mean, I, I, was, I haven't really found anything that doesn't go with it. I was just thinking, <laughs> I, when I read that, I went, well, that's there's Dan right there. Um, <laughs> and it says, or even by themselves. So, you know. The scotch and bourbon? <laughs> the, the vodka, the no, the smoke-flavored vodka that you talked about oh, earlier? Yeah. But anyway, check it out. It's the Savory Addictions Gourmet Nuts Original Blend, $21.99, and you can get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. So we want to touch a couple of things. Uh, of course, May is still Barbecue Month. and National Barbecue National Barbecue, barbecue Month. Month. And then uh, we're going to declare June, July, August, yeah, we'll just finish out. We'll just finish out. The, you know, 2020 was a, was a bear. We'll yeah. just finish out the rest of the year being National Barbecue Year. Wouldn't that make everybody happier? Well, I mean, everybody kind of hang out together. That's right. Get reacquainted. Yes. That's, so, you know, now the, talk about a group barbecue thing, deep pit barbecuing. Oh, and man. I have to tell you a story. This was when I was in college, and one of my college buddies, his dad had a farm, and we were talking about doing a big luau, and he was nice, and he gave us, he just gave us a pig. To do, and we had a butcher wow. place. Did you have all to butcher it yourself? No, no, thank God. Yeah. But here's the problem: is he delivered it like four days early, uh-huh. and we all became friends with the pig, and even named it, which is the dumbest thing you you're, can possibly do. You're sick, man. This is so <laughs> stupid. So I don't, I don't remember his name. Um, of I'm course sure you don't. It was I, well. I'm trying to forget the memory. But here's the problem: is you know we 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 sent it off, and it even kind of like gave us a look. We're like, oh man, but he was so good. It was delicious. <laughs> it was he, delicious. He was well taken care of. Yes. So we did the whole deep pit. The guys dug out a big hole and mm-hmm. everything. But I mean, not everybody's going to do deep pit. But if you want to do something fun, I, talk a little bit about that. Well. I mean, if when you when you get down to the nuts and bolts of barbecue, this is about as primitive as mm-hmm. it gets. And you know, I I've done a little bit of deep pit smoking, not a not a lot. You know, not, I've never done a whole hog in a in a in a in a deep pit. Before. Right, we've always done them in cinder block pits. But man, it's just the easiest way to cook something because what you're doing is you're you're digging like a three. You know, I've seen anywhere from a three foot by three foot hole. Um, you get a big fire going in the bottom of it yeah. and just let all that burn down to coals. And then, you know, I've seen people put river rock in it, like the smooth river rocks to okay. kind of cover it up, something to rest the meat on, uh, you know, wrapping it like we were talking about earlier. And, and you know, for the, the Dr. Dan segment was the, the banana leaves, right? Uh, you know, wet butcher paper, uh, you could do foil. You're not going to get a lot of smoke. You know, you're not going to get any smoke through foil, but you know, there's just there's so many different ways to do it, and you don't have to have a this massive, you know, handmade five thousand dollars smoker <laughs> in your backyard. You can cook. You can literally cook barbecue in 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 the ground. 
So here's the thing. When, when, when we did this and I was in college, um, thermometers weren't even invented yet. You don't even need a thermometer but, at this point. But yeah. I was going to say, can you put like one of those wireless thermometers in there you know, and re- you, get a reading? You probably could, especially if you're using something like a, a Thermal Works Chef Alarm, which is, is which has about a four and a half foot lead on it. Okay. Uh, but still, you know, at that point, you're just cooking things so slow that you're looking for tenderness and, and finish temperature doesn't really count. I mean, you, you'll kind of get an idea of when it's going to be done because, you know, you throw a pork shoulder in a in underground in an insulated little capsule or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. And yeah, it's going to take you 12, 16 hours to cook that thing. Yeah, because it seemed like we it, it took forever. I don't really remember. In fact, I right. think we even had it later at night because it did take so long to do it. Yeah. And, you know, generally you're cutting big primal cuts of meat, whether it's a whole hog or, you know, picnic shoulders, that sort of thing. So those are those cuts are pretty resilient. They're not going to dry out as quickly as if you like threw a chicken in the hole. So there's deep pit. And then you were also talking about another way of doing it in your backyard. Uh, so one of my favorite things to do every year, and and one of my good friends, TJ and I, we, we've done it in the past. We'll build a giant cinder block pit. And we're talking like a six foot by four foot cinder block pit. And we'll go down to the local place in, in a small town by us and we'll buy a pig. And the last one we did was about 175 pound dressed pig. Oh my gosh! And we'll get that um, we'll get that fire pit going, and and you just use a very small very small fire in it because the cinder blocks help keep all that heat in there. So you can really pull off like a 17 to 20 hour whole hog that's just magnificent when it comes out. My good, I mean. So when you're doing something like that, and it's such a long mm-hmm. period of time that, that, that you're that you're barbecuing this, how often do you go back and check on it and just make sure everything's okay? So what we've done in the past is, you know, we stay up all night with it. So we need a big cooler of beer. <laughs> I was going to say, any excuse, <laughs> any excuse. You need a big cooler of beer and, you know, you get a you get a handful of logs and you split them down to where they're manageable. You, you know, you start the fire with charcoal, you get it all nice and everything's nice and even, and you're just feeding it one or two sticks at a time. So really, you know, it becomes a fairly efficient cooker, but you're still, you still need to watch it and make sure that you're not pumping too much smoke to it, that you have a nice clean burning fire. Cause last thing you want is you open up that lid and the, and the pig comes out and it's just jet black from all the smoke. Okay. Well, but here's the thing. You live out in the country, so you could do this out right. of your place and you we have- could do it at your place. Prairie village wouldn't mind. Would they? Um, for people, for people not knowing where I live, the, uh, homeowners association frowns upon everything. Uh, they, they won't even let me park my car in the driveway. I mean, that's, that's how bad it is. And I actually have a somewhat nice car. Um, and the thought of bringing a chicken home and leaving, letting that run around my backyard is impossible. But like with, with your place out in the country, if you built something like that, can't you just leave it up and then, Uh, and then go back to it? Yeah, we, we. So we've got one built and it's it's a permanent structure and it, it just sits there and it's ready for us to use every summer whenever we want to get our whole hog on. How, how often do you do it? A couple times once, a year? It's, it's usually a once a year thing. Because that, I mean, that's a lot of it's work. It's a big undertaking. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, you know, pre-COVID, we would have, you know, two or 300 people there. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. We live in a small town, so everybody knows each other. And so all the, you know, people that live within a five mile radius would just show up on their side by sides and we'd be out there 
cooking a whole hog. Is it kind of like a smoke signal in your little town? Like all of a sudden, hey, look, it's from the West. That pretty, means Dan's barbecuing yeah, pretty, something. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and they're like everybody, and everybody's jumping in their in their pickup trucks and everything else heading <laughs> over there. Well, anyway, we want to again thank uh, Mitch Benjamin for being on the show. He's got a brand new book. You want to check that out, and you can check it out everything about him on his website, which is meetmitch.com. Of course, been talking to Dan about some deep pit barbecuing and doing whole hogs, and our Ask Dr. Dan segment, sponsored by our May Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Tim and Todd's excellent barbecue sauce, only $5.99, named Best Planet, uh, I'm sorry, Best Sauce on the Planet at the 2010 American Royal Barbecue Contest. And you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. And if you have a question for Dr. Dan, just write us at Dr. Dan at BBQ Radionation.com. Or please like us on Facebook. We love to get you on there and we have all kinds of stuff that we can help you out barbecuing. For our producer T Bone, my co-host Dan. Hathaway. I'm Dave Caius. Thanks for listening to Barbecue Radio Nation and happy barbecuing!